There's a threat in the world today, a threat to our way of living, a threat to our society, and maybe even a threat to our very existence. And what is this threat? For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. He is the one. I am. I am the ass. He is. And we are Black and White Sports. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? I'm supposed to be a franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. How am I not found find the best fight in the world? You tell me. Because you're retired? I mean, I want to see your face when you're asking this question, and the way you're going to ask it. Little man in the eye before you try to kill him or make up something. He went, he went through my soul. And I'm not surprised. What is going on, Facebook, YouTube, BW Sports One World? That guy right there, he be the one. This guy right here, I be the ass. Together, we are Black and White Sports live from Dual Layers. It's Wednesday night, powered by First Financial Bank. John Wayne Buzzer, check him out, 317-417-8582 for all your banking needs. Email that guy, john.buzzard at bankatfirst.com. And the rock star realtor himself, Mr. Sean Nugent, over at Talk to Tucker. That's right, 317-503-8322. Or email that guy, sean.nugent at talktotucker.com. Damon, what is going on? Uh, he was not ready. Uh, yeah. Hey, he was, Kevin Hart. I was, no, I was, he wasn't I was ready. Four, <laughs> I was four characters from hitting tweet on Twitter. So I was almost, <laughs> I almost having time right. You know what I mean? I had it time for the address, and we take the address out. So uh-huh. I gotta now I gotta write that time because I pulled the damn notes up before I started talking. Hey, <laughs> hey man, it, so, happens. it happens, but yeah, awesome. Wednesday, Wednesday night live. That's right. Hey man, I'm happy to see you. I'm glad you're healthy and well and safe because you are essential and you have been essential for the whole time. I so, have been essential my whole life golf well <laughs> now you just killed the golf club <laughs> that's all right and i'm excited because we got an exciting show tonight it's going to be awesome yes we got one of our 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 new fan one of our new members or brothers mm-hmm. however you want to counter partner whatever what are our new family members how about that you know I me mean? hanging out with us for a majority of the show tonight you like and- that move you like that move? Yes. Oh Lord. <laughs> like the white Carlton. That's how happy I'm, right? <laughs> so you guys are gonna you've seen them before and you're gonna see them some some more. Oh, uh, we got some announcement. We got announcement tonight. So it's gonna be great, but yes, I'm happy. Yes, yes. And as always, you can check black and white sports out. Every Tuesday night, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time for Taco Tuesday. Wednesday's right here at Wednesday Night Live, 7.30 shop. 
And Thursdays, pole position slash couch talk, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. Don't forget that we have a wrestling show getting ready to start. Super kicking it with Steven. That's right. You like that? What was that? I don't know. I can't get my foot up that high, so I'm just going to whack it, you know? Okay, I'll go with it. Super kicking it with Steven. Live debut Saturday, August 22nd, the night, yes, before the Indy 500, but before SummerSlam. And I'm not going to mention the other one that will come out later, but I will let you guys hear in a minute. But you can't forget the Sunday, boys. You cannot forget the drive fast, shift hard. Keeping the rubber on the road or slinging that dirt over checkers and wreckers, 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on Sunday mornings where they turn left and right on a lot of different courses and a lot of different car talk. That's right, folks. BWSports1.com for all the hap, hap happenings. Now, you ready, Damon? I am ready. Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, BW Sports 1 and Black and White Sports proudly present to you our special guest of the evening, Mr. A.K.A. Chief Sosa FF, folks, from Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Podcast. My brother, welcome. Hey, what's going on? Can you guys hear me? Oh, yeah. Good. Oh, yeah. Man, I didn't know if I should dance or wave my hands, fingers. I mean, that would work. Give me some jazz hands, you know, jazz. All right, man, yeah. Hey, actually, I used to be in a show choir, fourth grade. Bingo. Oh my God. Hey, the red got, glitter vest, all that. Two guys, two guys right here that were in sh- uh, show choir. Yeah, with the red glitter vest. Bam. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> Lord have mercy. See, you ain't got no, you ain't got no moves for us, Damien. I know. No I know. I, know. I, I can't know. Hang. I can't hang with the sequence. You know? <laughs> that wasn't me. Don't mess with us. Hey, man, what is going on, Mr. Vic? Nothing much, man. Getting close to football, so it looks like we're going to have some football. So I'm excited. Hopefully uh, the guys can stay safe. But uh looks like football is going to be kicking off here starting in September, right, because there's no preseason. So. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, so uh, you guys have been and you yourself have been uh, pretty popular lately on the uh, worlds of Twitter fans. Trying, uh, staying busy. Um, but yeah, so actually, uh, we've uh, collaborated with Dynasty Nerds. Um, they're actually rated as the number one Dynasty fantasy football podcast on iTunes. And uh, they actually tapped me on the shoulder and gave me an opportunity to write. So I've been doing some articles. Um, I actually got an article coming out this week. And my first article I did was when uh, Cam Newton signed with the Patriots. So that's up there. But yeah, and I'm going to be doing some video and some film breakdown as well. So I'm excited for that too. Did you get any good pictures of his good? Uh, like big fedora that he had on? Nah, we just got him photoshopped into a Patriots jersey, so uh, someone did a nice job there. (laughs) (laughs) Go Coats, go Coats, by the way, go Coats. Uh Oh, I'm with you when you're right on that one. Yeah. Yeah, I still think they look good this year, but I still think they're the third best team in the AFC. Yeah. But yeah, definitely been working, though, been working. Alrighty, awesome. So check it out. This is what we're gonna do tonight. Uh, normally we go through our swipe left, or we go through a lot of 
uh, useless banter of useless sports talk throughout the world. We have that today, and we're going to include you in it, but we shortened it a little bit because you're a football guy, and we've been doing a series on uh, – we we saw the uh, ESP – or not the ESPN, the CBS top 10 positions players for the upcoming season uh, about a little over a month ago, and ESPN just dropped ours like last week. So we've been kind of looking at the CSB – CBS one. <laughs> so uh, we're up to quarterbacks and safeties. So we'll chat with that. And with you being a football and a, a dynasty and a fantasy football type guy. Guru. Guru would be the name. Mix those conversations together. So first off, we're going to start off with our swipe left. So what we do there is normally it's supposed to be either we enter or we swipe left. But we end up talking about them anyway, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> okay. All right. So first up, are you gonna I, do you? You get hold on, her. What? Are you looking at the notes? No, I'm not. Because you highlighted something in the notes about Dan. Stay on. Stay I on. Did. I did. I okay. Did. Now I will allow you to bring go back to the notes. Because yes. swipe left is what, Damon? It's brought to you by who, Damon? <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, bro. Right. Swipe left is brought to you by our buddies at Spectrum Glasses. Check out the Prospect 50s. Gets the eyes good on the gaming, looking good while you're streaming. That's right, folks. Use BW Sports One as the promo. Get 10% off those bad boy glasses. And we can't forget our good girlfriend over at typoedits.net. Vic, if you ever need a resume, a love letter to your wife, anything edited by a pro from Notre Dame, check out typoedits.net. All right, Damon. Now, you may have the floor. <laughs> He's still taking a drink. <laughs> I'm going to join him. All right. So first up, we got Texas delays high school football by one month. Is that a big deal or is that just something that we just, you know, mention and keep moving? It's definitely a big deal. Um, am I supposed to say swipe left or what? Yeah, no, no. If you say swipe left, then we're done. We're done. Okay. So got to stay here. Okay, what's the other term? Swipe left or enter. 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 Okay, let's enter. Let's enter. <laughs> I don't have a good I don't have my your your, your man oh. helping me out with the with the the soundboard or anything. So I'm just making noises up as we go. So you hit enter. <laughs> All right. So for me, um Texas, you know, especially with high school football is a big deal. Um, that's probably like the largest high school football population in the country. Um, so, yeah, given that they're delaying a month, I think that's a big deal. I really think they should postpone altogether just because with COVID, it's a huge risk. You don't want athletes dying, you know, under any school's watch. So, um, you know, that could definitely create a huge controversy. But for them to delay it a, a month, it sounds like they want to, want to see, you know, how the NFL plays out maybe, you know, see how they roll out and, you know, take some lessons learned from there. But overall, you know, I think they should just scratch it, play football in the spring, um, you know, and just revisit it then. So, 
right. Damon? Um, I, I would like to, to enter. Um, I'm not going to talk about the, the spring sports just yet. That might come up a little later on in the conversation <clears throat> about moving football to spring. But um, I do think it's a big deal because high school football, Texas high school football sets a precedent across the rest of the country and, high, and, and evaluating high school football talent. Um, so if you're not looking at the best, then you're looking at the rest. That's how I look Ooh. at it. So, <laughs> but, I mean, but if you look at it, I mean, where does the best talent in high school football come from? Majority of it comes from Texas. You get some pockets out of California and Florida down in the south, but the majority of the good talent is right there where they play college football in high school. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I went to school in Texas. I understand what it is. It's a religion and it's a cult, so to speak. You know, you got certain towns that shut down, like nothing goes on in the town, all the fast food restaurants, gas stations, uh, Walmart, they all shut down for two hours, two and a half hours, and they watch high school football. And then the town reopens again. But I think the delay was one, I, I piggyback on you, is they're trying to figure out what the NFL is going to do, maybe see what college does. But with Texas being one of those hotbed states that have really been more uh, positive tests like California and Florida where everybody flocks to for vacations. So they're, they're a hotbed. So I think they want to kind of let some of that, that vacation time, you know, fade away and maybe their numbers will go down and probably get back to, to high school football. And it also be giving them time to get these schools money to acclimate the new helmets to college and the NFL. Some good points. Yeah. I'm just going to swipe left because you guys have hit everything. The only thing I'm going to add to that is maybe they're looking at this, the whole school administration when they're going back and all that. Maybe they got pushed back a little bit. Um, I don't know. I'm not from Texas. So, you know, I, I have no clue what their schools are doing. I know what ours are doing here. So maybe they're wanting to just wait to make sure that when people go back to school, nothing blows up and then roll. Yeah. See what, see what I mean by we hit swipe left and we still talk about it? Yeah, we still talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So next up. Next. We got, <laughs> we got uh, MLB opening day. Uh, it's Thursday. So finally. For months and months of ridiculous bickering over rich people problems, <laughs> we finally have MLB baseball playing are starting back up on Thursday. Uh, we have a really, really nice matchup. We have the Yankees versus the Nationals, the defending champs, and we got the Giants versus the Dodgers, who we talked to a baseball coach last night. You know, uh, the Dodgers is always, eh, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> Hit or miss. What about the, yeah, what do you think about the start of baseball? What do you like about the open day matchups? Yeah, um, so let's stay. Um, you know, based, based on – or enter, excuse me. I'm going to get the turn down eventually. <laughs> let's enter. But, uh, yeah, I think they got it figured out. You know, they're doing it right from a precaution standpoint by establishing a bubble similar to what the NBA is doing. So, of course, the NBA is kicking off games. Uh, I believe officially is it tomorrow 
uh, or actually some games might be going on now. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, scrimmages are going right now. I'm watching one. Okay. Yeah. So basically, you know, they got the bubbles going. So, you know, I think everyone's just kind of taking a page from, you know, from each other's book. Um, I don't know if we're going to talk about the NFL. I think this is where they're lacking. Like they're establishing a practice bubble, but they're not establishing a real world after, you know, practice and after the game type of bubble, similar to MLB and NBA and MLS. So, um, yeah, I think baseball is doing what they need to do. So they should, you know, be able to have a season play out. All right. The only thing I have about it is I am so happy, regardless if it's only 60 games, the Reds are finally back in the top three of the pitching rotation in the league. Thank you, Jesus, because I have been waiting. <laughs> but I got a real quick prop bet from our good old buddy Rafael Esparza over at my bookie. Does Dr. Fauci – Wear a mask when throwing the first pitch. Yes. There's one. What do you think? You say yes to? Okay. I, so yes. I'm, I'm gonna say yes. I'm okay. gonna say yes. So the, the odds on it are yes is minus a thousand and no is plus five fifty. I got one more for you. So you know he's throwing out the first pitch. Thursday, Nationals, Yankees, woohoo. Does Fauci's first pitch bounce to home plate? Must be standing on the pitch mound, pitching mound for action on this. Yes is minus 800. No is plus 450. Vic, what are you going with? It's not going to bounce. I think he's going to nail it. Um, you know, it's just going to be the great American symbol. You know, baseball's back, bust out the apple pie, all that good stuff, rub up the Mustang. So I think he's going to nail the pitch. Oh, see, he said a good card, though. I, I like it. I like it. Not so fast, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> One, the bet is not going to take place because his old little frail ass is not even going to get to the pitcher's mouth. He's going to have that one step in front. He's going to be throwing with the cheerleaders. You know what I mean? Because they don't want him to look bad. They want him to get it there. He's going to have on the mask. He's going to have breathing issues. You know what I mean? Hey, <laughs> this this is going to be a score one for Trump. I hate to say it. <laughs> all right. That's all I have to say about MLB starting up. Can't wait. Go Reds. <laughs> Go A's. Oakland A's. No. <laughs> hey, we're going we're gonna to make the wild card and lose to the Yankees like we do every year. Uh, it sounds possible. It sounds possible. That's only if the Yankees, the Yankees can stay healthy. Did but, you just say the Yankees? Yeah, I did. I did. But with only 60 games, I think you have an opportunity for Judge and uh, Jan Carlos to stay healthy. And they're going to hit a lot of home runs. Obviously, you saw in the last night's um, spring, tra spring training game, both of them hit like 600-foot home runs. So, I mean, only way to beat them is uh, not pitch to them. <laughs> yeah. uh, but the, what I look at at this matchup and what I look at at this season, I'm happy to see it go. I mean, it happened. Um, I'm kind of tired of the bickering of rich people over rich people problems when the world is struggling and you are arguing over millions of dollars for a sport. I got a problem with that. But um, – uh, the Dodgers Harper. The, the Dodgers is a storyline this year for me. 
Uh, this is to be the third year in a row that you're the favorite out of the National League. Every other year, there's an excuse. You know, you got the cheaters and the Astros, You even though they beat you. You got the cheaters and the Astros. You got uh, Kershaw being hurt or whatever. There's always an issue with the Dodgers. They always have the good lineup. You know, Mookie Betts just signed a $390 million deal. You know, you got him locked up. Is his potential going to come make you better? I don't know. The Dodgers is like, is, is like I said yesterday, the Dodgers is like my Michigan coming to OSU. Hey, next year we're going to look really good. <laughs> next year we're going to be the Ohio State. So the Dodgers is the storyline for me All this right. year. All right. Get down. Get down. <laughs> Animal lover. Yeah. Bella's here. All next. right. So – uh, well, that took care of the last one too because the bombers, the Yankees are hitting home runs. Ah, this is a good one. Uh, being of African American culture, as I am, <laughs> growing up African American, and you know how our hair is a staple of our fashion, our look, our image. The NBA bubble is now have the bubble shot. <laughs> you want to talk about the bubble shop? <laughs> you know what? Let's have some fun. Let's enter. <laughs> so why not? <laughs> the bubble shop is the little barber shop that they built from the ground up for the NBA players inside the Disney campus. <laughs> What's your feelings on it, Vic? <laughs> All right. I got questions. First, how many seats are there? Is it like two barbers? Is it like a long wait? Meaning, you know, is your man Crush Monday scared to speak up because LeBron James rolls in and he just skits in front of you? So I got questions like that. And how many hairstyles are actually on the barbershop guide? So, yeah. <laughs> and do we got some white guys and they're getting faded up too with the T outliners? So, I mean, these are these are things I got to know. So. <laughs> you know, what I'm looking for is, you know, all these guys has got high-profile barbers. You know what I mean? These are dudes that they travel with. So is it a certain amount of barbers? Or is your guy got a scheduled time in the booth for your hair? You know what I mean? Like, and then really, why are you getting lined up and faded up real tight <laughs> in the bubble anyway? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. There ain't you no women there, right? I watched the Clippers, the Clippers preseason game or scrimmage game today. Paul George is looking like he's yeah. not seen the bubble at all, bro. I yeah. mean, <laughs> you got the fro going. Yes, sir. You got one of them tight knit, like you need to look like a, a metal pick, not one of the plastic. <laughs> Yeah, he got the Don Cornelius Soul Train fro going. Yes, sir. What's your feel on the barbershop? Mine? Yeah. <laughs> okay, there goes the barbershop. Because <laughs> we're not talking about our buddy Martinez down at Legends Barbershop. That's why. That's why. I mean, I only give, I only care about one barbershop, and that's Legends Barbershop. Oh, here we go. Right, so uh, this was kind of interesting. LeBron James' car goes for $1.8 million 
at an auction and it's the highest ever. sale ever of a rookie card. That's what do you say on it? Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I'm a I'm a swipe. Hopefully I can swipe one of those cards if I get 1.8 for it. Swipe yeah, in my back pocket. <laughs> right. I'm swiping with you, Vic. I'm with you. The only thing I have to say about this is how can you not like this cat? You know what I mean? I'm not I'm not saying necessarily a fan. I'm becoming more of a fan as he gets older, as he progresses on and off the court. But just stop flopping. Look, just stop flopping. I mean, how can you not like this dude? You know what I'm he saying? Flops. 99% of the time, he says the right thing. 99% of the time, he does the right thing. You know what I mean? And and it's not that it's just there. You see it everywhere. I mean, his money, his presence, his mouth, everything he preaches, he does. I like to do. But he's still not the greatest. Next. <laughs> all right um we mentioned on it the uh nfl has no preseason how does that affect the fantasy world my god all right let's enter man this is a big enter this is a camp out enter like we've been camp camping out for eight hours so <laughs> let's go in um well first uh it definitely impacts the rookies um you know just because we can't you know, see what they can do as far as preseason. We don't see how much runs they're going to get with the number ones. Um, you know, they don't even have a chance to really get up to speed as far as in game from a game speed standpoint. So a lot of these rookies are going high, like the Jonathan Taylors and Clyde Edwards Hilaire with the Chiefs. Um, you know, I still think they're going to be fine, but we may see some veterans step in early out the gate. I know we got the Jacksonville Jaguars here for the coach week one. So we may see a lot of Marlon Mack um, week one and then also some Damian Williams. So it definitely impacts the rookies. Mm -hmm. I agree. Um, yeah, I just uh, the only thing, the only good thing about it is nobody's coming in injured. Hypothetically, nobody's coming in injured to the season because of a, um, a third game in the preseason where you play two and a half quarters and you got hurt and blew your knee out or something. You know, you don't have that. Hopefully it doesn't happen in anybody's camp, but, you know, that is what it is. Um, yeah, man, I, I feel for these rookies, man. And, and in the fantasy world, it, it sounds like people are – if they're putting them high up there, it sounds like people are laying and praying that nothing happens to them injury-wise and they are as good as what they did in college. Yeah. Uh, somebody said – how much are they paying the barber? <laughs> good question. <laughs> that is a good question. But um, um, me, she looks uh, familiar. Yeah, she does. I've seen her before. <laughs> um, I look at it as this one. I've never been a fan of the players and the players union trying to eliminate the preseason games. I think the preseason games serve a purpose, but Astrid, under these uh, extenuating circumstances of the COVID-19 pandemic, I understand the elimination of the preseason games for this season. 
I say I'm not a fan because those are opportunities for guys who was on the bubble of being drafted or not being drafted, but being invited to camp to try to make a team. This is your opportunity to make a team, even not for that team, but for another team. You know, this is an opportunity for guys to make a practice squad. You know, make a practice squad, two people get hurt, you know what I'm saying, and you're on the team. Yeah. You know, these are opportunities that you don't get to see. You know, um, I mean, unlike those high-profile players that got those big contracts, preseason means nothing to you. I get it. You don't have to play. You shouldn't have to play. But maybe not four games, maybe two games, and keep those veterans away and let those young guys go. But, yeah, but for this particular situation, I'm good with the preseason not happening. Yeah. Yeah. There are going to be some significant injuries because of it at the beginning of the season. Again. Uh, you know, that, that's what I'm worried about. That's what I'm worried about. But that's when people – you guys are professionals, man. You should be taking care of your bodies. You should be stretching out. You should be game ready knowing that you're going into the season without – Real practice. Hey, bro, the Dorito sales have been very high over the uh, COVID crisis. Yeah. All going you know why? That's all Post Malone. Wow. Yeah. Another thing to keep in mind, too, is the uh, August 1st opt-out date. So, of course, we're starting these camps, you know, next week. And then guys have up until August 1st to decide if they want to opt out. So, I guess guys get to see, you know, if they like how their teams are handling practices or they feel safe and then they can opt out and – Pretty sure we'll see some more retirements too. Usually we see a lot of off seasons, you know, retirements with guys coming into camp and they're like, you know what, I'm done. So COVID. All right, I, be I got a, a quick question on that one, Vic. Yep. Will Drew Brees be one that retires? No, uh, I, think, <laughs> I, think, I think we're going to see Drew Brees. What he has like another year or two left. Um, I think he's only got one, right? Okay. His contract. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I could yeah, be wrong, but I think so. Yeah, he's he's so close to a Super Bowl, so I think he's gonna, you know, they're going forward. So what about Big Ben? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh yeah, we'll talk about that later. Okay, <laughs> we got quarterbacks on the discussion. Chill out, bro. Okay. Oh, hyperactive. Right. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> All right. So last of the swipe lefts. This was for you, Vic. Um, all you, baby. Obviously, obviously, you're a basketball dude too. I know you're 100% football, you know, you uh bleed sweat, you know, all that football stuff, but yeah, it's in your culture. You know, some basketball, so it's uh, just because he's black, yeah. Because I'm here. Hold on, hold on, let me help you out there. <laughs> Damn. I was going to say, you gotta go right. Dan ran out to the barbershop, man. Right. Barbershop appointment, yeah. <laughs> Don't get cut by LeBron, right. man. Hey, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Follow the notes, Dan. Laces out. <laughs> uh, all right, so. Um, I'm done, now Pam. That, now that we've seen pretty much all the players that are going to be and are not going to be within the NBA bubble or the um, Disney campus, however they like to call it. Uh, we know who's going to be and who's not going to be. And we know that no one inside the bubble has tested positive. The bubble is clean. So barring any injuries, 
who are your final four teams for uh, the NBA championship through all the crap? Who was the last two in the West, the last two in the East? Who plays? Who wins? All right. I'm going to start with the West. I got L.A. on L.A., so Clippers and Lakers. I mean, you know, as far as LeBron, he's shown wherever he goes, you know, he can will those teams to the playoffs and they can make a run. So um, they were looking pretty good before, you know, the season came to a stop. And then, of course, you got Kawhi. Um, we saw what he did with the Raptors, and they you team him up with PG. I mean, you guys saw what PG was doing today. Um, he, You know, he looked like the bubble MVP right now, the way he's, you know, came out hot. So um, He's the got, bubble master. Yeah, yeah, he is. So I got the Lakers and the Clippers, and I'm I'm taking the Clippers to advance um, out of that. And then let's go to the East. Um, I do got Milwaukee. Man, this one's tough. Uh, I'm going to go Boston. Um, I, I just like Tatum. You know, I am a Pacers fan. Oh, man, I'm up here by my own. On my own <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. No, you're, I like, good. you're good. <laughs> they're going to make sure. Okay, look at this guy's face. He's calling out Boston. But uh, Boston and um, – booger. Yeah, I might. But uh, Boston and uh, Milwaukee. And, you know, for this, I just look at it like this. There's an opportunity here. I mean, there is going to be some team who we all didn't expect that could sneak in there. So I think this is an opportunity. You know, this is a team that can show some flashes. They're young. So um, I think they can, you know, get a lot of guys out of there coming out the East. But, of course, I got Milwaukee advancing, Milwaukee, Bucks, and the Clippers. And I got to roll with the Clippers, man. So. Woo! All right. He's going to give the Clippers their first championship. Um, I'm not, not going to go too in-depth in mine because I have a, uh article that I've got written up for this particular situation. It's going to come out later this week. So the, uh, the, the, the executive chief, uh, yeah, reporter, or whatever we call it, yes, he hasn't my, went over it yet. Yes, you're Captain. absolutely correct. heard <laughs> my four-letter words into eight-letter words that everybody can understand. <laughs> But yeah, um, I'm kind of with you on on the West. The West seems pretty solid, as in um, LA is probably going to finish one. The Clippers are going to finish two. Um, with that battle, man, there's there's a lot of variables that's going to come into play. That's going to be outside those four players. Uh, the four players meaning LeBron and Anthony Davis. Uh, Kawhi and Paul George, starting with the Clippers. Uh, Paul George is healthy. He's 100% healthy, 100% healthy, which makes him now probably one of the top seven players in the league. And then you add him to a uh, well-rested, less low management going into playoffs, Kawhi Leonard, that's going to be a very tough, tough foe. Um, but my negative on them is experience. You only got one person with championship experience on that team other than the coaching staff. So that's what gives me a little uh, trepidation against um, the Clippers. Ooh, uh, that's a big word, Dick. Did you hear it? Yeah. <laughs> and, and Paul George, as fan as I am, we know he tends to um, um, in the playoffs. So – uh, the Lakers, LeBron has a, a do-or-die mentality. He had it all year. Milwaukee, uh, let's see, uh, Giannis is putting up great numbers. Me, I think LeBron is probably the MVP, but Giannis is going to win it because he's got the weak East to play against. 
LeBron has the more talent. I think he has to go against every night. And what he's done with the addition of Anthony Davis, and they have a lot more shooters and a lot more weapons than people give him credit for. I like the Lakers coming out of the West. Uh, in the East, I agree with you on the Milwaukee and Boston. I really, 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 really love Boston. Um, they have a offensive firepower that is hard to match on either side of the NBA. Um, Milwaukee, you have that's going to be the MVP, but I think his supporting cast is lacking. I'm taking Boston out of the East. We're going to have an old-school Lakers-Boston matchup. LeBron wins. He retires, turns the, day, turns the team over to Anthony Davis. Wow. Okay. <laughs> when hey, Space Jam's coming out two months later. I was going to say, only thing missing was your uh, sunset, man. Riding <laughs> off on the sunset. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's in Hollywood, man. He's ready to make these movies, man. He's, 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 I need to get this and get on out of here. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what I'm doing? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now it's time to get into the real guts of it. So bring us in, Dan. Hold on. Damn it. Oh, my God. He's terrible. I was so, doing something else here for us. All right, so here we go with the meat and potatoes. Brought to you by Ultrasound Installation and our good buddy Anthony Payton. Check him out for some good old beats in the car audio section. Anytime you need new speakers, new dick, uh, new dick. Wow. <laughs> well, if, I don't think he's going to be able to help you out there, guys. Now we're even. Now we're even. Yep, we're good now. Check out ultrasound installations. And our good buddies at the butt kicker. Feel what you've been missing with the butt kicker gamer too. If you're an iRacer, you'll know what I'm talking about. And you should check one out. Tell them BW Sports One sent you. Now it's time. For the new deck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what we've been doing the last couple of weeks is we've been doing going over the uh, top 10 of uh, position players set aside a list by the CBS. Um, we're going to go over quarterbacks and safeties today. We did we've already <laughs> done corners, linebackers, running backs, receivers. Tied in. Yeah, we did tight ends first. Huh? We did tight ends first, didn't we? Yeah, tight ends. Cornerbacks and tight ends, and then we did the linebackers and the running backs. Yes. And we did running backs by themselves. I'm sorry. Uh, side the point. Tight ends, linebackers, cornerbacks, receivers, and now we are here with the guru of fantasy. And before we get into the guru of fantasy and how these lists tie with fantasy football, we have some important news to share with all of you. Oh, my gosh. What now, that be, gentlemen? All right. Let's oh. enter. Let's enter. Enter. All right. So uh, you guys want me to break oh. it? You go right on. All right. So uh, I'm excited to announce that uh, – Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Podcast. We're partnering with Black and White Sports, and we're going to be offering a exclusive fantasy football redraft show. 
uh, every Tuesday starting August 4th. Um, so you guys can catch that live show streaming. Um, and we're going to give the audio exclusively to Black and White Sports. So um, we typically do a dynasty show. So dynasty, we play fantasy football year round, but with redraft, it's just in season. So um, yeah, so we're happy and excited to be, to bring you guys that uh, exclusive show. So looking I forward can't to it. wait to win my league this year. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're definitely going to help you dominate. And uh, I have a co-host. Um, his name's Dynasty Bro Dot. So um, that's my co-host, and couldn't do it without him. And also, we have a DJ Avo and part of the team. So yeah, Mess- um, definitely, we're definitely excited. So, which uh, one of them is going to be on next week, right? Yep. Okay. Yes. What we'll we'll have? Have, uh, have Yes, Malcolm Jenkins. And we need to get Avo on because we need to make sure we get that button in the background. Oh, man. Yeah. Right. God, heard that can, his interconnection has been great the last couple of weeks. So he's good to go. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> but um, like you were saying, uh, you guys, we will get the audio of it. So we'll, what happened is on our SoundClouds and all the iTunes and all that type of stuff, y'all can hear it through us. But if you want to watch it as it streams live, you can go to Dynasty Bros FF uh, Podcast 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 page, and you can see that that streaming live. And you guys are on Twitter too, aren't you? You're periscoping now, aren't you? Uh, yes, we are. So we just started periscoping uh, about a couple of weeks ago. Um, so yeah, it'll live stream there as well, and also on the Facebook page. Yeah, yeah, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. I have been biting my tongue for the past, what, three months, four months? It was before the COVID deal hit. Man, we've been we working on this talking about for a minute. It. We've been working on this deal for a minute, and the COVID kind of kind of pushed this off a little bit. But, but now it's finally here. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we watch these guys. I know that with football stuff coming on, I have been, you know, trying to keep up a little more because you guys – the way y'all break down uh, football guys, football players through fantasy world, I find it very informative to me as learning how to report on a sport that's not really my forte, so to speak. So, I, hey, you guys are awesome. Love hey, it. Definitely appreciate that feedback. And our motto is, you know, we want to show you how to dominate your league, dynasty bro style. So whatever your goal is, whether it's to win a championship or make the playoffs or, you know, win five games, whatever your goal is, you know, set that goal. We'll, you know, we'll help you achieve that. And then also we want to equip you, you know, to be your own analyst too. So that's kind of our goal. You know, we want to give you the tools you need to become your own expert, your own analyst. And then it just gets to a point where you just want to come hang out and talk shit. So that, that that's our style. We have fun, so yeah. <laughs> Check that link, folks. Check the link right below the man himself. Is that showing publicly? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh. No. Yeah. That link. Oh man, I got it. Okay. I'm looking at the private chat. Okay. Man, I gotta keep up. I gotta keep up, man. I'm quick like that. I gotta keep up. That's, yeah, that's, right. that's the one positive thing about being white this system. Yeah. I did. I'm like, so I'm seeing these comments pop up. I'm like, how do they get these comments to pop up? I gotta. On these tips and tricks. Oh, man. <laughs> we're we're going to work together, brother. Yeah, we're going to yeah, we work are. together. Looking forward to All it. All right. So here we go. We're going to start. We're going to leave the quarterbacks last. And the quarterbacks always bring great conversation. So we're going to start off with the safeties. Um, I'm going to run through the list real quick, and then we have a couple of Q&As with the football guy, 
and then we'll go over this list. So first off, we'll start from the bottom up. So at number 10, we got Earl Thomas, the Ravens. Uh, we got Kevin, was that, Bird for the Titans? Byard. And Byard. I don't Bird, know. Byard, I don't know. We got all these funny names. <laughs> uh, number seven, we got Devin McCarty uh, with the Patriots. You missed number eight, dude. No, I know. I know. I Lawrence eight. North didn't teach you much. <laughs> That's all right. I'm not a rebel anymore. Of course. Yeah, because no, I'm, I'm serious. I'm not a rebel any longer. We understand. That's a whole other conversation, Ron Colley. No. Uh, at number eight, Derwin James of the Chargers. At number seven, we have uh, Devin McCarty. Patriots, number six, Justin Simmons of the Broncos. Back-to-back uh, -back for the Vikings with Anthony Harris at five. Uh, number four, at Jerison. Was that Jerison Smith? Uh, number three, we had Jamal Adams with the Jets. Number two, we got Mika Fitzpatrick for my Steelers. And number one, we got Tyron Matthews, the honey badger of the Chiefs. Well, well. So first off, um, let's go with the Q and A on that. So out of that ten, out of that list, who has the biggest upside as it relates to fantasy football? Hold on, let me get my pen out here. Uh, fantasy football, Minka Fitzpatrick. Uh, I mean, he came in, he showed it. I mean, he left a terrible Miami situation. Instantly turned that Pittsburgh Steelers defense around. So if you guys play in the IDP, you know, independent defensive leagues, you know, that's a guy you definitely want to have on your team. I mean, what is this, Vic? What is this, Vic? Well, hold on here. What is this? You kissing his ass already, dude? Jesus. Actually, I'm not even a big defensive guy. So I didn't even really want to talk safeties, but you know, got <laughs> and, and, and I'm a retired wide receiver, too. So, yeah. So, yeah, you don't like those guys. No. <laughs> All right, go ahead. I'm sorry I interrupt everybody all the time, damn it. Yeah, but I think Minka has the best uh, upside, just given, you know, he, he turned that uh, stiller defense around in a short time. So, most upside. So, yeah, I'm going with Minka. All righty. Uh, Dan, I don't want to ask you because I don't care. Um, <laughs> who looks like. Can I still swipe? Can I still swipe? Uh, no, it's not a swipe. <laughs> so, no. <laughs> Uh, who looks not to have the high ceiling season as expected? So who's going to underachieve, basically? Got it. Don't pick that guy. <laughs> Wait on you, brother. Oh, I thought you asked Dan. Okay, my bad. <laughs> my bad, my bad. I was waiting on who to not pick up in my draft here. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. I'm looking at the list. and uh, You're as unprepared as we are. It's, it's safeties, <laughs> though, man. It's, it's safeties. I know. I know. It's hard. All right. I think I'm going to go with uh, Harrison Smith. Um, he's, he's getting older. He, he's already kind of been on the slow end, too, as far as speed. Of course, his awareness is there. You know, he's a great football player as far as being on the field. But – um, you know, you got the Packers, and then you also got Matt Stafford coming back with the Lions, and you got Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones. Hopefully he can stay healthy. And um, you got DeAndre Swift stepping in there. And, 
you know, they're going to see some some running backs, you know, coming out of, out of that backfield in Detroit. So um, I just think the Vikings are going to be up against, you know, a revamped NFC North. So you got the Packers and then probably going to see uh, Nick Foles at some point. So he'll probably get that passing game going as well. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, the Packers are going to come in fourth in the NFC North. Watch. Hey. We'll see. I would love to argue with you on that, and I am, because <laughs> I think they're going to come in third because I got somebody else coming in fourth. The Bears. <laughs> and I'll leave it at that. So, um, all right. So now let's look at it. Now let's look at the list as let's pick at the list. Um, are there any spots that either of you see that shouldn't be where they're at? Anybody that you see or that you follow? Um, outside of this list that should be on any on this list that shouldn't be. With you being a fantasy guy, I know y'all deal with a lot more of players themselves as of team-wise like I am. So enlighten me. Yeah, what sticks out for me is uh, Jamal Adams. For me, he should be number one. Um, I think he's the number one safety in the game today. Um, he, you know, he definitely revamped that Jets defense and you know, he lines up all over the field at safety, you know, sometimes outside linebacker, you know, weak side or strong side. And, I mean, you even see him rushing the edge sometimes. So he does it all. He plays the slot, plays the corner. He can do anything. So, to me, he should be number one on this list. Um, I'm trying to see who they got a little bit high. I think uh, Duran James should be a little bit higher, too. I think he should be uh, top five. So I think Earl Thomas is a little high, honestly. Yeah, I agree yeah. with that, too. I mean, he's yeah. – he, how long has he been in the league? Like Vic, kind of you said about uh, Jerrison Smith. You know, he's got that he's got that uh, attention and awareness to the yeah. game. But man, you know, he, he's he's missing a couple steps than where he was. Earl Thomas being in the top ten, I I'm kind of disagreeing with. Not taking anything away from him as a player, but eh, I think his time's passed. I I wanted to take Earl Thomas off this list to about 15 seconds ago. Till Dan you know, said that. You know what I mean? Safety is one of those positions where an older guy can excel in the NFL. Um, you've seen a lot of guys do it. You know, a lot of good corners convert to safety to play a little longer and still be effective. And I think with his – his mental capacity of the game, his high football IQ, um, a little different than Harrison Smith. I think Earl Thomas could be a top 10 safety uh, in the upcoming because, one, you're going to have a lot of basic offenses being ran because of the lack of of playing time. You know I mean? And who is going to fail better at that? Who's going to fare better at that than your older veterans? I mean, he's still got his speed. By the way, had the timeout. Did anybody run the damn 4-4 in the 40 yesterday? Anybody see that shit? I mean, I'll take him back on our team. He can come back to Philly. Yeah. Wow. I know. I saw at that. 46? Yeah, okay. Impressive. <laughs> yeah, all right. Back to what it. What do you think Earl Thomas should I, and and I'm not really biased anymore because he's not on my team anymore. Malcolm Jenkins. Uh, 
if you're talking about if you're talking about having the the veterans being a step ahead really this year, where's he at? I don't know. I don't know where Dot is. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a oh. nice argument too, because even with that, I mean, they even added Darius Slayton, so yeah, you know, bringing in a stud corner like that that only boosts the safety. So mm-hmm. very true, especially being a free safety. Yeah, I wouldn't move him up. I'll leave him right at ten. Um, obviously, I'm excited about the Minka Fitzpatrick. I mean, he really he really brought out a new aspect of the Pittsburgh defense that they were pushing with. They just needed that backside. You know, you had the pass rush with Lil Watt and my Michigan boy in the middle and that front line. You had the rush, but the backside was struggling a little bit. And I think that that Mika Fitzpatrick allowed them to up more with their corners because they had such a phenomenal safety in the background. So I like that. Um, Tyron Matthew, I don't know why he still keeps getting put so high. Yeah, that you know that was a Super Bowl win, so you got to mm-hmm. give him love, right? That's just like how Mahomes going to be the MVP next season, right? You got to justify all that money. So, all right, well, Mahomes has a lot other than the money to justify. Yeah, yeah, he does. He does. <laughs> He's got MVP stats every year. He does. So, um, other than that, I don't really have a. I don't see anybody that sticks out in my head that I feel that needs to be on that list. Maybe rearrange these a little bit, uh, but I'm not so angry about it. <laughs> I'm gonna say the sleeper on the my sleeper on this list is gonna be honestly uh, Justin Simmons with the Broncos. Even in a, with a tough uh, AFC West, so yep. uh, going up against the Mahomes and the revamped Raiders. Yep, I, th- I think that I think you're going to see Justin Simmons have a hell of a year and possibly Defensive Player of the Year. Wow, he's a nice player. He is uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got an upside. Yeah. All right. So last thing about the safeties. All right. So how does the evaluation of a fantasy player's draft um, kind of equate to like cheering for the real the real game. You know, can you be a fan of a team and still have a fan be like a real powerhouse in fantasy football? Well, really, it depends on the player. Um, so for me, you know. Of course, I'm a Colts fan, but on Sundays, I'm, I'm all about my fantasy teams. And, you know, if I could see the Colts win 50 to 40, I'm all for it, as long as Lamar Jackson put up his points and I got a Colts win. So that's kind of how I like to play fantasy. But, I, you know, it really comes down to the player. Um, you, you know, you kind of learn and really, you know, you get to a point where you're actually rooting and cheering against yourself all in the same game. So, yeah, it's a controlled chaos. That's kind of how I like to think of it. That's You know, that's – at first, when fantasy, I'm not going to lie, at first when fantasy came out, well, to me, you know, I'm, I got acclimated with fantasy. I'm like, man, I don't want, I mean, in real life, thank you, dear. The asterisk is here, folks. The asterisk has brought my shot. Hello. They said, oh, the hand. There's the hand. It's like show choir. And the giggle. I heard the giggle. Right. Uh, it was hard for me to watch a game. At first, I'm thinking, man, I don't want this guy to do good. But 
I sure as hell don't want my team to lose because that guy, that wide receiver is on the guy's team that I'm playing, but I still want him to win the game. I just don't want him to have a really good game. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I had to break myself of that. But now, honestly, over the years that I've been playing, I'm starting to analyze certain things more. Yeah. You, you definitely got some give. And, uh, you know, my favorite motto in fantasy football, just live with the outcome. You know, it, it takes a lot of stress off, whether it's your favorite team oh, yeah. you know, that you want to win and even if you put the wrong player in your lineup. So just uh, li live with the outcome. Yeah. Every damn week. Yep. <laughs> hey, I can't say I really gave a 100% effort to fantasy. I did attempt it. Um, I think I stopped about week five or six because week three, I stopped paying attention to the lineup because I was more interested in watching the game than moving people. And then you got to have everybody done before the game tips off. And I'm in a gym watching my daughter play. And here I am trying to set a lot. You know what? I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I watch and I pay attention to the fantasy stuff because that allows me to talk more to our followers about football. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I keep, I keep, I mean, I watch you guys and y'all give me a lot of stuff that I wouldn't necessarily normally think of. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You being the XY receiver, I get a new avenue of certain things to look for. Uh, like I'm watching the Steelers and I'm like, why is this dumbass not doing what he's okay? Because Vic said to this dumbass is not going to do what he's supposed to. <laughs> Shout out to the dumbass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but I love it, you know. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun. All right. So, let's all I got ahead. on the defense. Yeah, anything else? So, let's jump into the quarterback. So, this is offense. So, I'm sure you got a lot to go. He can't even be able to shut up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm <laughs> He's ready. been waiting. To talk offense. Yeah. All right. So we can't say nothing about the list until the list is done. All right. But I will say I'm really surprised to see this name on this list. But I think there's a whole bunch to prove from this name on the list. So we're <coughs> starting off at number one. Uh, oh, in a minute. Number 10 and working up. So number 10, they got Ben Roethlisberger for the Steelers. <laughs> At number nine, they got Tom Brady for the Bucks. At uh, number eight, they got Carson Wentz for the Eagles. Uh, number seven, Matthew Stafford for the Lions. Number six, Deshaun Watson, Texans. Five, Dak Prescott, Cowboys. Four, Drew Brees, Saints. Uh, three, Russell Wilson, Seahawks. Two, Lamar Jackson, Ravens. And defending champ. Max Patrick Mahomes. Uh half a billion dollar man, Patrick Mahomes from the Chiefs. All right. To all you haters out there. Oh my God. There is a reason that Carson Wentz's name is mentioned in the top 10 over and over and over. <laughs> it's because he is a top. 10 quarterback you look at the two times he's really got knocked out of the season he took a helmet 
to the side of the knee, which would have blew out anybody's knee like that. And he took a helmet and a shoulder to the back of the head when he was down on the ground. Yep. All I'm saying is you those are injuries that happen. I get it. But people need to really stop hating and realize that this man finally has receivers to throw to. All right. Before we get into this, <laughs> I agree. Yeah, I jumped it. <laughs> before we get it, before we get into this, I understand your bias. I do. <laughs> I love it. Your Zick, you got your shot. Through. You have your shot. Yeah, I can get one. <laughs> I, I there's a lot of bullshit coming out of his mouth for yeah. a second. You got time. I I'm actually going to grab it. Go for it. Because I'm going to damn near take this shot right now. All right. He can probably still hear me. I understand your bias. I get it. I understand it. Your Eagles dude, you're going to go for your Eagles fan. I'm a Steeler guy. I'm going to go for Ben because that's my guy. But I'm going to call shenanigans. I'm going to call bullshit. I'm going to call shenanigans times two because if Carson Wentz was not on the Eagles, you will be walking this man's name through the fucking mud and you know it. No, not really. Look at stats. Because Nick Foles was his guy. Yeah, he was. He did his his due diligence in doing what a backup quarterback – should do. You're in the pros. You step up, and he got the job done. Regardless of how shitty he looked in some of those games, he got the job done. And you know what? The defense won the championship. It's beside the point. Who you, got them? Who got them? Honestly, who got them to twelve and two at that point? The defense. It, it was Carson Wentz. The defense. Oh well, it helped defense. for sure. Offense wins games, defense wins championships. I was just saying, if Carson, and it doesn't change my point, if Carson Wentz was not on the Eagles, you will be walking this sorry son of a bitch's name through the mud. If you're going to give this non-productive motherfucker this whole, excuse my French. Yeah, excuse your French bullshit. This ridiculous person, this this high-value contract, and you can't sign – Certain quarterbacks who proven that they can do things because this whatever we're not gonna go into that. But hey, we got a hell of a backup too to watch out. Back to the list. Jalen Hurts gonna be like two point. Uh, gonna be slash two point oh. Watch. That's all right. Jalen Hurts is gonna have that team, and Carson Wentz is gonna be on the bench very soon. Jalen Hurts can play the motherfucking slot receiver, and he's going to be game. the highest paid. Backup ever. Uh, still drinking moonshine. <laughs> hey, man, I'm drinking some Elijah Craig from our good buddies over at Crown Packaging, James Sexton. Vic, if you guys ever need anything like shipping supplies or anything, like boxes to send out the uh, the new Dynasty Bros T-shirts and sweatshirts that I'm sure are coming out soon. Yep. You know, Yeah, I got you. James Sexton, Crown Packaging. All right. Yeah, we'll definitely uh, use that as a go-to. All right. Let's give me a cheers, Vic. Cheers. I'm not even. I'm not. No, Damon, put your shit down. <laughs> Here we go. Right. Now I'm not even gonna take mine. All right. So back to the list. 
Back to the list. Back to the list. All right. So again, as with the safety, look at this dude. Hold on. Did you just see that? He no, had a chaser. It's a beer. He had. You had okay. a chaser. Oh, uh, you know what? Okay, I'm gonna take another shot. All right. That was. I'm still me. drinking moonshine with my little snippy cup. <laughs> I'm gonna take another shot, and I'm not gonna chase. Good. My good man. <laughs> His wife's watching him like. No, you ain't sleeping in my bed tonight. No, that be your wife. Shut up. <laughs> no, no, okay. Chance. So back to the quarterbacks. Look, he's hating it right All now. Look at him. I'm like, good. I'm good. <laughs> I did so close. I need a drink. <laughs> hey, I'm composed in the pocket. It's legal. Two minutes of this legal. <laughs> <laughs> my tongue's got to burn for 94 seconds more. All right, so back to, like, the safeties. Who has the biggest upside uh, as it relates to fantasy off this quarterback list? And then who has the biggest upside as it relates to regular reality in football? Okay. Uh, Let's see. Let's go back to – let's start with the uh, upside. Matthew Stafford for me. So he's a guy that's, you know, they're in a passing offense. They want to throw the ball in Detroit. Um, Like I mentioned before, they got Kenny Galladay. So, you know, he has a chance to be a top 10 wide receiver. And then even last year, at one point, uh, Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones were both top 10 wide receivers in the same week. So um, the wide receivers are there. And, of course, they're going to be throwing the ball out of backfield to DeAndre Swift and uh, Kerryon Johnson. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely think Stafford has the upside and he can crack. Uh, top five in fantasy. All right. Now I have a question. Well, no, you got to give the, the real, real life. Real I got, life. A, I got a question on on deck. Okay. All right, my uh, real life upside. I'm actually am going to go with Carson Wentz. Um, you know, the Eagles like to throw the ball, and they got you know Zach Ertz, who they can move out you know, to wide receiver position, split him out. And then you got Dallas Goddard. So, you know, they basically got big wide receivers that play tight end and then bringing in Jalen Rieger, who's a rookie. Um, you know, mm-hmm. they're looking for a true number one. And, of course, they got Deshaun. You know, if, he, if he's – looks like he's allowed to be on the team coming off the uh, <laughs> couple of weeks couple of weeks ago. And then when uh, Alshon Achoo! Jeffrey comes back. So, yeah. Isn't that what and he said? Achoo! Something like that. And then, of course, Miles Sanders. I mean, he catches passes out of the backfield, and he's going to be a stud. And also Boston Scott, so he can step in there too. Yep. So, so Boston yeah, Scott was, I think, uh, very underrated last year until he proved what he could do. Yeah. Yeah. He, he definitely uh, did his thing last year, stepping into that Darren Sproles type role. Yep. Now, here I have a question. I'm looking at this list. And I'm really trying to figure out why Deshaun Watson is that high up on the list because he lost his number one receiver. And I don't know if that offense is going to be ready and he's that high up. Yeah, I agree. I mean, they brought in a lot of weapons. So, of course, they brought in Brandon Cooks and also Randall Cobb. So, yeah, they're two veterans. But But I was going to say they're both higher up in age. They've both been around for a while. They both have that little less of a step that we talked about earlier. I'm not taking any way, anything away from him as receivers, as players in their career. But like we said, and you only get so long. And you yeah. got to learn a new verbiage. Right. That's true. Um, X's and O's, it, you know, it all stays the same, but it's all about the, the language and the huddle. So, um, 
yeah, I definitely think they do got Deshaun a little bit too high and because Deshaun has to figure out who's going to be his number one. Everyone's assuming it's Will Fuller, but can Will Fuller stay on the field? I mean, he's he's a track guy, and that's why he keeps running to these yeah. same soft tissue type injuries. I mean, for me, those I saw him, are done. I saw him about four times in his college career live, obviously, because he went to Notre Dame. and I go up there at least once a year, try to at least. He was a badass at Notre Dame, yeah. and he came yeah. in the league as a badass, but man. Again, injuries just killed him. Yeah, there's no time to recover. So none. Yeah, injury makes men of all of us. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Really quick, too. <laughs> um, I look at this list and the upside. I'm looking at I'm looking at Drew Brees. I'm looking at Drew Brees as the upside in this. One, I thought that I look, when I first looked at the list, I'm like, man, they got you know a 38 year old quarterback really, really freaking high on this list. But then I look back at his production and what Drew Brees does and the unlimited weapons that he has and the unlimited control and freedom that he has in his offense. Um, other than Ben Roethlisberger. I don't know any other quarterback of this list that has the complete control and understanding of every ins and outs of that offense, which gives him a upper hand. Um, Matthew Stafford, I'm struggling a little bit because I put him in the same category as I put the Dodgers. You know, we keep saying he's got all the tools. He can make all the throws, but yet, we still come up with the same issue. Matthew Stafford and his team does not make the playoffs. So I'm a little struggling on that a little bit. I don't want to say that this year. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just <laughs> saying. Yeah. Uh, the intriguing two to me are the two oldest quarterbacks that we have out here is uh, Ben and Tom Brady. Uh, Tom Brady's on this list because he's Tom Brady, but I think everybody is intrigued to see what he's going to do with this young core that he has down in uh, Tampa. <laughs> I'm, I'm intrigued on that, but... Boy, you know, <laughs> no way, David. Keep going. What? <laughs> I'm about to switch over here. <laughs> it's shiny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Listening. There we go. He needs his towel. <laughs> I know after I took that shot, man, this got hot up here. It got a little warm. <laughs> uh, NBA bubble can run a game. Run a scrimmage on <laughs> Oh, there it goes. Oh, there it goes. There went something. Everything. We'll get it later. Uh, yeah, get it later. Uh, where was that? Oh, and Ben, not just because he's uh, the quarterback of my team and because he's the quarterback of my team. You got a lot to prove because, mm -hmm. one, you're older quarterback and everybody's like, why in Pittsburgh drafting his replacement? And you're coming off in a significant injury after a season where your numbers were one, some of the highest that you had in your career. You had the lowest number of interceptions that you had in your career, and then you get injured. So 
there's a lot to prove from us as fans and us as the world as them continuing to put you at the top of their quarterback chart without looking for anybody else. Because I'm sorry, Mason Rudolph isn't it, and Quack Quack isn't it either. So what is your plan? Uh, we had shitty years from our receivers. So you got weapons. What are you going to do with it? Is Was it all ABs, uh, intricate route running, or was it your talent? That's what I think is the intricate thing with Ben. But I'm still not sure if I'd have put him at 10. I'd probably put him at 11. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. I don't think Big Ben should be in that top 10 because, of course, the injury history and concern. And I think Big Ben's put in a position where he has to throw. That's because James Conner can't stay healthy. So, you know, of course, Steelers, they like to run the ball and they like to leverage a workhorse. But if your workhorse isn't healthy, you know, you're you're forced to throw. So I, I think Big Big Ben just kind of falls into some ugly production. And we know he throws interceptions, too. But, um, you know, if you're constantly having to throw, you're, you're going to fall into some top 10 type production. Well, here, I'm on your side right here, Vic. Why is Philip Rivers not in this conversation? I was you know ready to ask you the same question. Here, my opinion is. He's going to have a hell of a year because he's got the line in front of him to give him time. The Indianapolis Colts. Yes, he's got – I mean, the weapons galore now. The line in front of him is something that he's really not as used to as much. He has a running game in, Mar in Marlon Mack he, and, and your boy from Wisconsin. What's his name? Uh, Jonathan Taylor. There you go. Mm -hmm. so he's got those two in the backfield. Both of them can come out of the backfield and catch balls. He's got the line to give him time to throw. Instead of just winging it up there because he's getting killed, he has the time for these these receivers to get open on routes. And like Damon, you said, he's got weapons. I mean, and he's got the second. He's got the second best line in football. To me, I, I think the Colts have the second best offensive line in football. Behind who? Uh, you got to go with the uh, Cowboys. The Cowboys. Man, see, I don't know. I'm putting. The Colts as the number one offensive line in the league. I, I really am. I mean, Quentin Nelson, yeah, Notre Dame again. You got to throw yeah. it out there. He's a badass. Yeah, That dude is going to move a fridge out of the way <laughs> if you need him to. And I can't remember everybody in the Colts. I mean, Vic, this is, this is your team, not ours. But, oh man, that line is just – that line does remind me of the line that Dallas had three years ago with DeMarco Murray that did nothing. I mean, the, the, the line did great. Yes. But the, the team did nothing. They wasted. That's wasted. I yeah. hope for home, you know, for the city of Indianapolis that I live in, that the Colts do not waste the time that they have with this decent, I mean, very decent quarterback with a damn good line and the weapons around could go very far in the playoffs. Yeah, I think uh, Phillip Rivers steps into a better situation here with the coach, like you said, with the O-line, because in L.A. he had to throw, right? It was forced, and it was a terrible O-line. But here, he's going to lean on a run game. We want to run the ball. <coughs> that's the motto, run the damn ball. So that's the motto, and you know that's going to open up the pass. So um, I think Phillip Rivers is going to be a little bit more efficient this year. And we got Paris Campbell, and you know he, we like to put the ball in his hand. So he usually yeah. averages like five yards a target, and then we let him – you know we just dump it downfield and let him create. So – yeah, I think he's going to be more efficient this year, leaning on the run game. I agree. I think he has career years. I think he has career numbers this year. I think he has. I, I really do see that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, okay, so in in fantasy talks, 
Vic, where would you put Phillip Rivers? I mean, is he a top, let's say a top four draft quarterback? No, he 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 would go later. Um, so I could see Phil finishing, you know, at best top 15 QB on the back end. Um, there, there's so much that goes into fantasy. That's just like I actually have Lamar Jackson as the number one quarterback in fantasy. Just because, you know, you get six points for rushing touchdowns, but you get four points for passing TDs. So, of course, Pat Mahomes competes with that because he throws touchdown passes, but Lamar's rushing upside gives him that edge. So, stuff like that you got to factor in. Plus, we're going to run the ball a lot, too. See, I would have never thought of that. I would have been like, you're crazy. There's no reason how you know I have Patrick Mahomes. But then you put the fact that rushing touchdowns is six points, passing touchdowns is four. I mean, they do a lot more running with Lamar than they do with Patrick. Yeah, I agree. Hey, see, that is why. That is why, folks, you should follow (laughs) this guy right here in Dynasty Bros. FF podcast because these guys know their shit. Hey, we're ready. We're we're excited. We've been doing homework all off season, so we're gonna you know get you guys the top rankings, who to draft, who not to draft, and yeah, we're we're definitely gonna win my damn league. I'm gonna win me some money. Let's do it. All right. Uh, I got two more football questions for you. Um, and then a tennis thing, question. Then a tennis question. I'm All right. I don't know. One I didn't being, see that. No, you didn't. No. <laughs> being, we, got, we got three quarterbacks on this list that are on the twilight of their career. Uh, mm-hmm. both, all three of them average about 30 touchdowns a season. So with Drew Brees, Tom Brady, for what I'm kind of real wondering why Tom was so far down, I might have had him around five or six only because he's with a new team, but you can't have a go at nine. Mm. Just saying. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but you got Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger, and Drew Brees. All of them average about 30 touchdowns a game, about 10 to 15 interceptions a game. A Ooh. year. A year. I sure as hell wouldn't want a damn quarterback on my fantasy team if the dude's throwing 15 interceptions a week. That would be judges twisted. But uh, the message. Uh, message. <laughs> this is where he comes in. <laughs> yeah. But who has who who doesn't reach their 30 touchdowns and who exceeds their 15 interceptions? Uh, so between Breeze, um, Brady, and who's the other QB? You said Big Ben. Uh, ben, the the older guys, the you know the seniors. I almost like Ben because he's gonna get hurt again. Yeah, so give me we a question got a good again, line, bro. We got a good line, and they love Ben. <laughs> yeah, can you so give me a question? Had, again? Yeah. Uh, the question is: Out of those three, who doesn't reach their thirty touchdown average? And who exceeds their 15 interception average? The moonshine is setting right. in. Yeah, it is. I had to get the question again. That, that, was, a, that was a spelling bee move. Can you uh, use it in a sentence? So I had to, had to buy some time. <laughs> and I still got the word wrong and I'm going home. That family wasted the whole family savings. He needs, he needs you to read the question yeah. again. Spent the whole life savings to get me to Florida, and I blew it on in the first round. So it's all good. <laughs> it's all good, Mom and Dad. But uh, – mom. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, who's going to exceed 15 interceptions? I'm going to give it to Big Ben. I mean, he 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 throws a lot of interceptions, so that's just what he does. Um, he's not afraid to take his shots. And, you know, again, like I said, I think it's going to come down to if Connor can stay healthy, and then if not, 
Big Ben is forced to throw because he can't lean on. To me, Jalen Samuels is like their pass catching back, and then Benny Snell is their better rusher. But if you can combine those two, you got James Conner. But when James Conner's not there, you kind of got to pick and choose, you know, how you want to leverage him. So, yeah, so that that's, you know, how that situation plays out for me. But Big Ben, he's going to force the ball. He's going to take his shots. He, he doesn't care. So, 15 I don't think he wants to get hurt again, honestly. Hey, Ben got two rings. He ain't tripping. I'm going to ride off. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> ride so. Off so, the, so, what he's saying, folks, is the care of the leader of the offense in Pittsburgh gives two shits. It ain't going to happen. Yeah, but but he's on receptions. But keep in mind, though, in fantasy, Jameis finished as the number five uh, QB last year and points scored. So it may be ugly production, but you know if you're in some ugly game scripts, you're playing from behind. We actually love that in fantasy because you got to force and you know put the ball up. So it's not right. too terrible. Right. So keep that in mind too with fantasy. Yeah. I'm so who's going to exceed the thirty? The thirty <laughs> touchdowns. Who's going to exceed the thirty? All right, I got. I'm actually gonna give it to uh, Drew Brees, um, only because he's been in that system. Um, of course, Tom Brady he gets to upgrade at wide receivers with Chris Godwin and Mike Evans, but but you know, of course, Drew Brees he's been in that system. You got a veteran with Emmanuel Sanders coming in there. So between Michael Thomas who gets all the touchdowns and Alvin Kamara he's gonna throw two out of the backfield, and you know this is a nice sneaky tight end play um, in fantasy with Jared Cook. You know he actually I think he finished as a number seven tight end last season. He's with um, the Raiders, right? Uh, he came over from Oakland. Um, so, yeah, he came over from the Raiders. He had his first season with the Saints last season. Um, I think he got hurt, missed a couple games. But, yeah, so between those guys, you know, he got some pieces in place to get him over 30. Cool. All right. That's all I got. That's all That's all I got. I mean, I blew my load. I'm spent. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> But, hey, man, again, it's wonderful talking to our man Vic from uh, Dynasty Bros FF. You know what I mean? We're going to let him do his little, his little promo real quick. But oh, yeah. love having you guys involved. I know we met, you know, all the way back in the snow time. We met at a couple bars. We had you guys guest a couple times on the show. It's always We've been, been over there. Yeah. Yeah. It's always been good rapport. We love hanging out, and we love that we, that we got to, this little deal going on with us. And you so, know what? I'm the token white guy of Dynasty Bros. FF. Bye. <laughs> it's all Bye. love. It's all love. Sports brings us all Bye. together. You damn right. Yeah. Hey, finally, he will understand. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait a minute! The roles are reversed here now. Yeah. Yeah, Trade, trading places, little trading places. <laughs> but right. yeah, so um, here you go. Here's yeah. your time to you know let the people know again what you do, what uh, what you and Dot do, and Avo, and you know put it out there what we got going on. All right, appreciate this uh, this moment. Um, so yeah, you thank God follow- you got a hat on. Yeah, yeah, we're actually going to um, not go with the hats in September we def- or actually October for uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So yeah. we're going to, you know, show some camaraderie there with the breast cancer. But uh, you can follow us at Dynasty Bros FF. So we do stream every Tuesday. That's our Dynasty show. So if you're in a Dynasty football, you want to play year round. Um, that's our specialty. Um, and then, of course, you can follow us on our Facebook page at Dynasty Bros FF Podcast. And this is where we'll also be delivering a redraft show. Um, exclusively for the Black and White Sports Network. So definitely want to thank you guys for that opportunity and we look forward to helping everyone dominate their leagues, Dynasty Bro Style.
I cannot wait, sir. I'm going. I should probably join about fifty leagues, twenty dollar buy-in each, and see how much money I rake in come January. Hey, just yeah. don't leave the job yet. Just don't leave the job yet. No, That's no, me. I'm not gonna leave the job. But you know what? I promise you, I'll cut. I cut. Not going for that. I will. No, hell no, hell no. She's talking about trying to win the lottery. I'm like, oh, I'm all for it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're definitely going to, you know, you guys are definitely going to make an impact in your league. So we'll get you right. Again, we've done all the homework. So just plug and play. Um, just come hang out, listen. We'll give you guys some tips. And, yeah, just go from there. Nice, nice. Again, man, we appreciate you having, having you on. Um, we can't wait for next week to get your – I don't want to say sidekick because it's like more of like us. We're not sidekicks. We're brothers. We're, we're, yeah. we're co, co-captains. That, there you go, co-captains. We're talking football here, folks. I had a shot. Way too big, way too strong on a Wednesday night. I'm going to shut up now and let you do it, David. This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but really, uh, make sure you guys make sure you guys tune in to them. You can find them yeah. on their podcast pretty much everywhere you can find us. They're on Twitter. They're on Facebook, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play. It's streamed across the ticker. Yes, we have a ticker. <laughs> so yeah, make sure you touch them up for anything football, and you'll you'll um you'll be thoroughly entertained. And yes, they get a little bit more than we do. So uh, if you guys want to get get really into the streets, that's where you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's just call it. We got <clears throat> Little Wayne lyrics. So if you can tolerate that, or you know, you're good. So that's our day to day. But of course, we got professional filters too um, when it calls for it. But other than that. It's a closed room conversation, and we're inviting you in. So that's how we like to look at it. I love it. I love it. My daughter loves the song "Blunt Blowing." She likes the bass. She's like every time, every time she's like, "Can we play that song?" Because when the bass hits, she's like, Doom. "I'm like, oh man, your head banging the little Wayne." Well, well, then she then we need to put her in the ones car from the installation by uh, Ultrasound Installations. I like the plug. <laughs> oh my god, I'm good at this. But he's getting I, it. Nick, he's getting there, man. Yes, he is. Right, we're gonna keep you on through the end because yeah. this is get to our part where we do our uh Jerry Springer final thoughts. Okay. So um <laughs> uh, we got straight from the ass, and then we got the one thought. So we're gonna start with Dan. No, we're gonna, go no, no, we're gonna mess this up. I'm going to make you go first. See, listen, it says right here, Dan, stay in order. Nope. I'm making you. <laughs> All right. My one thought is this. So I'm watching the uh, scrimmages, and I remember a Dwight Howard tweet about 48 hours ago. Dwight Howard says if the whole bubble – test positive, I mean, test negative, the whole bubble test negative, two tests in a row, why are we still wearing masks? That's a great question. The one thought. All right. <laughs> there you go. Let's make you think. Hey, there you go. Now it's time to straight from the ass. Straight from the ass. Okay. With, again, I'm going to stay with the NBA, with the NBA starting up, with all the teams down there and all this, that, and the other. 
Will we see Vic Oladipo play for the Indiana Pacers? Yes, we will. Will he be there for the right reasons? We don't know. Hmm. Vic, if you know what I'm talking about, you can't do recruiting. But, boy, the players, like Damon said a couple weeks ago, the players can chat all night long. And wouldn't it be an ironic conclusion for Victor Oladipo to end up in South Florida? Him and Miles. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah. All right. So. Uh, no, hold on here. Hold on here. We're going to throw him on the spot. Vic. I know. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. My bad. See, I got to pull the – I should pull the notes up before I speak. All that work that I do on the notes, and he doesn't follow. That was a great job. I was kidding. Damon does a great freaking job putting the notes up. I just wish but, I probably – a little bit. you have a final thought for the people? Yeah, my final thought's going to be just be kind. Um, we all, you know, are fighting battles in and outside of work and, you know, personal life. So never know what people got going on. So just be kind. Straightforward, simple. Bingo. Bada boom. Bingo. God dang it. There's always got to be somebody who has a positive note. <laughs> <laughs> I had a positive note. Carson Wentz is going no. to break other <laughs> records this year. That is not organic. <laughs> That's my word. That's my word. I'm going to use that a lot on the podcast. I can't wait. Get ready for it. I can't All right. So that does it for us. Yeah. Out. All right. This has been that guy. Oh, shit. I done messed up right there. That guy right there is the one. Yeah. Yeah. Me. This guy right here is the ass. That guy right there is Chief Sosa. Together, tonight, we are Black and White Sports, Wednesday Night Live, powered by First Financial Bank, Mr. John Wayne Buzzard. Call that man, 317-417-8582. Email that guy, john.buzzard at bankatfirst.com. And our rock star realtor himself, Mr. Sean Nugent. Check him out at Tucker. Sean.Nugent at TalksToTucker.com or call the man 317-503-8322. And just because both of their names are Sosa and they're light-skinned, they're not related. No. Because <laughs> this guy I don't think juiced. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that's what we got. Thanks again for hanging out with us, guys. You guys have a great weekend. We'll see you tomorrow on Couch Talk. Or Pole Position. Whatever we call the Thursday show nowadays. It's a slash show. It's a slash show. But don't forget always, August 4th, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That guy right there and the rest of the Dynasty Bros. FF will invade the BW Sports 1 Network. For the perfect, what do they call it? What do they call it? The perfect match? What was that? In wrestling? What was it? Mr. Perfect in, uh, oh, God, help me out. I don't know. Yeah, you're too young. You don't even remember Mr. Yeah. <laughs> All right.
Fuck it. As always, Damon, what do we do? With the minor. I know. Well, you should, she's a little smart, Alex, though. All right. Yeah, you got a point there. Thanks after her mom. She's your daughter. As always, Damon, what do we do? We keep indie sporty. Forget to check out it's Jazzy J YouTube Pew Pew Girl. We're out. Peace. Not yet. Haven't hit the button. Now I'm hitting the button.